You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. And it says an interesting thing, that he himself will be saved, yet as one escaping the flames. The idea is some people will just make it in just because of the blood of Christ, and there won't be any real commendation. Good job. Well done, good and faithful servant. Now, some people hear that, and they go, well, that's fine with me. That's that's okay, as long as I get in. you got to be kidding me. You really want? No, come on. You really know him. You really know him. I want to hear him say, good job. Well done, good and faithful servant. In the end times, there are two separate judgments that'll take place, one being the great white throne judgment, and the other is that of the Bema seat. Interestingly enough, we learn that there are those who will get into heaven as though they narrowly escaped the fire. In today's message, Pastor Danny reflects on the attitude of those who seek salvation, but no reward. In his study, you'll learn how we as believers should have a desire to earn rewards from the one who did more for us than we ever could for the kingdom. Here's Pastor Danny in the book of Hebrews, chapter 9, with today's edition of The Living Word. When I was 19 years old and I prayed in my front yard and I repented of sin and I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, really, in reality, what happened in heaven, I don't know if Gabriel wrote it, I don't know if another angel wrote it, I don't know how God writes it in there, but my name, Danny Hodges, was written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And that is why now, because my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, I'll never stand before the great white throne judgment. I won't be judged based on what I've done in terms of my sinful past and my sinful present even because Jesus Christ paid the price for my sin and now that blood and that sacrifice has been applied to my life and my name is recorded in the Lamb's book of life because he purchased me. He died for me. Whoa, praise the Lord, man. Woo, that'll turn you Pentecostal. But... I will stand before the judgment, not the great white throne judgment. I'll stand before what Paul said all of us Christians will stand before, 2 Corinthians 5.10. We all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Now, he goes on there, 2 Corinthians 5.10, and he says, We'll all stand before the judgment seat of Christ and will be judged for the things done in our body, whether good or bad. Now, don't get confused with that. See, I'm not perfect and neither are you. Uh, Christians and those Old Testament saints who looked forward to the coming of Christ, King David, they're not perfect. Look at the sin David committed after uh, he, he was a man after God's own heart, committed adultery, committed murder. Listen, you can commit every sin you committed before you became a Christian except one, and that's blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. And blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is just rejecting the witness of the Holy Spirit to who Jesus is. So I'll be judged, and you'll be judged. 1 Corinthians 3 verse 10 says that Fire will test our work. Revelation, when Jesus appears before John in the Revelation, the book of the Revelation, his eyes are like flaming fire. And I believe that's what it refers to. He knows all, he sees all. And as we stand before the judgment seat of Christ, things I've done in my service to Jesus Christ, places I've, areas I've failed in, and submission, submitting to him, whatever it might be. It says that the fire will test each man's work. And if your work survives, you'll be rewarded. 
But if not, your reward will be burned up because uh, of the work and your failure, whatever that failure is. And it says an interesting thing, that he himself will be saved yet as one escaping the flames. The idea is some people will just make it in just because of the blood of Christ and there won't be any real commendation. Good job. Well done, good and faithful servant. Now, some people hear that and they go, well, that's fine with me. That's, that's okay as long as I get in. You got to be kidding me. You really want? No, come on. You really know him. You really know him. I want to hear him say, good job. Well done. Good and faithful servant. Now, how to be prepared. How to be prepared. That's the bottom line. That's where we spend the rest of our time this morning. And Jesus answered that question. Matthew chapter 25. Go there with me. Matthew chapter 25. After he gives all the signs of his coming to his disciples, then chapter 25, he tells them in chapter 25 in three parables how to be ready, how to be prepared. And I'm going to read each parable. Listen carefully. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise, however, took oil and jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. And then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied, There may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who buy oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Sir, sir, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you the truth. I don't know you. That's relationship. I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. Let me just say quickly, some smart people dig so deep into this parable that I think they lose the natural surface meaning of it. I don't think you have to dig deep. I think you've got to read it and just think about it. Some people suggest that the five foolish virgins are Christians that aren't prepared when he comes, and so they've got to go through the tribulation period. I think that's absolutely ludicrous and unbiblical. You just read the parable and think about it. Listen, all ten are virgins. They all have a commitment. They all have a commitment, all right? They're virgins. They have a commitment to religious purity. They all fell asleep. They're all imperfect. All right? What's the difference in the wise and the foolish? The oil. That's the difference. Oil in the Bible is a type of the Holy Spirit. And I think if you just read and think about it, that's the message of the parable. The five Wise ones, oil. The five foolish ones, no oil. Because their light began to go out. It was their own works, if you will. And here's the bottom line. If you're going to ever see the kingdom of heaven, you're going to need more than religious commitment. 
Nicodemus, a Pharisee, came to Jesus at night. Folks, you can't be a Pharisee without religious commitment. That's the whole idea of being a Pharisee. Nicodemus is a Pharisee. He comes to Jesus, and he says to Jesus, we know you're from God because nobody could do the things you're doing unless they were from God. Now, that's quite an opening statement. You know what Jesus says in response? He goes right for Nicodemus's spiritual juggler because he knows his greatest need. Despite his religious commitment, Jesus says to him, unless a man is born again, he'll never see the kingdom of heaven. Nicodemus says, how can a man go back a second time and go into his mother's womb? And Jesus says, flesh gives birth to flesh and spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying to you, you must be born again. Being born again is simply being born of the Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that brings the conviction, and now as you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, God does a work that only He can do and only heaven can do, where the Holy Spirit now comes inside and you actually become a new person, a new person. And that's the first in this parable that Jesus tells us how to be prepared. Romans chapter 10, verse 2, Paul says about his fellow Israelites, I can testify about them. They have a zeal for God, but it's not based on knowledge. They tried to establish their own righteousness, and they missed the righteousness, the only righteousness that will get you to the kingdom of heaven, righteousness by faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. Galatians 6, 15, Paul says circumcisions are not what counts or uncircumcision, not any religious stuff like that. The only thing that counts is a new creation. And here's the bottom line. Have you been born again? Because if you're just religious, you're going to never see the kingdom of heaven. No matter how committed you are. That's the first parable. Let's read the second one. Matthew 25, verse 14. Again, it'll be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one, he gave five talents of money, to another two talents, and to another one talent, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey, and the man who had received the five talents went at once and put his money to work, and he gained five more. So also the one with two talents gained two more. But the man who had received the one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. Thanks for joining us today to study the book of Hebrews. There's so much to learn, so we hope you'll keep coming back to study with Pastor Danny Hodges. You can find more of the messages from this series right now on our website, ccfstpete.church. You'll be directed to our YouTube page where you can find a number of teachings from Calvary Chapel Fellowship and subscribe to our channel. Come connect with us on social media as well. You'll find The Living Word on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and jump into the conversations there you'll be able to find links to all of these at our website, ccfstpete.church. If you happen to be in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you. Every message you hear on The Living Word comes from a teaching Pastor Danny has shared at Calvary Chapel Fellowship. 
and you're invited to join us for our weekly services. Come just as you are for a time of worship, fellowship, and studying the Bible on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. Find directions on our website. Again, that's ccfstpete.church. We also live stream our services, so if you can't make it in person, join us online. You'll find a link at the top of the page at ccfstpete.church. That's all the time we have for today. Feel free to read ahead in Hebrews, and be sure to tune in next time to join Pastor Danny right here on The Living Word.